Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey, hey, everybody, you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Um, Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are actually going to do a week throwback and send you guys back to listening to our Surviving the Holidays episode that we recorded in 2019 because we thought it was really valuable. Um, One of the things that we get most often and around this time are people saying, how do I survive my family? How do I survive the stress of the holidays? And how do I continue to move forward? forward through this period or this season. And so we gave some really good tips in that episode. We want you guys to check it out. And then we also want you guys to send us specific questions that you have about surviving the holidays in 2020, because we are in a year that is unlike any other, of course, and we've said that over and over again, but that might mean that you have specific questions about how to make this holiday season one that is joyous and one that is useful and helpful for you. So if you have those questions, please send those directly to us through email at threesikesandamike at gmail.com, or you can slide in our DMs on Instagram or Facebook and send those questions directly to us. And we want to answer those during this upcoming show. So please, please, please talk back to us because we like talking back to you and check out this episode. Well, speaking of like the holidays and, you know, it's that time of year where people are expected to be, you know, or people are thought and expected to be like happy that the holidays are coming around. You see happy holidays everywhere and families are getting together and there's just a lot of expectations around this time of year and how you should feel, how you should behave and how things should go for you. Um, and for a lot of people, the holiday season is a joyous season. You know, it's, it's a happy season, but for some people, it's not that happy. And so we definitely want to take some time today and talk a little bit about just mental wellness over the holidays, whether it is a happy time for you or whether it's a not so happy time for you. And so taking a little bit of time to give some tips about ways to make sure that you are minding your wellness over this holiday season and things that can be useful as you are traveling home or as family is coming or as you're spending the holidays um, without family. And so we want to just take a little moment to give you guys a couple of tips on that. Um, I figured I would kind of kick off the discussion with asking you ladies a question around, are there things that you do around this holiday or around the holiday season in general to just make sure you are taking care of yourself, taking care of like just mental wellness during this time? Are there specific things you do? I try to plan ahead as much as possible. I mean, like knowing the things that may negatively affect my mental health. Yeah. Circumvent as much as possible. Like some things are unavoidable. 
but like I believe in having an escape plan. <laughs> so I know if certain people or certain things or certain conversations are like touchy spots, then either I'm going to limit my time around that or yeah, or limit my time around it or just kind of like break up my time. Like, oh, Hey, sorry, gotta go. This was real. Glad I was able to see y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and giving myself permission to not do what I don't want, what I don't want to do, or what is not going to serve me, mm. instead of obligated to do stuff. If I know, like at the end of the day, this may make me feel worse, then I'm not going to do it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What about you, Erica? Is there anything? Um, I mean, this time I'm just usually trying to focus on, you know, we did our gratefulness and I try to focus on the things that I'm thankful for mm-hmm. uh, because I know that, you know, th- this is a time where a lot of times people are thinking about things that they maybe have missed or like hardships that maybe have happened um, at the, you know, beginning of the year. And sometimes that stuff kind of creeps in you know, as the year is closing and sometimes you're almost reminded some of the hard things that you went through yeah. early year or maybe losses that you've had. Um, so I try to like focus on keeping my mind stayed on the positives, you know, and things that I can say this, I may have lost this or maybe this thing happened or didn't happen, but I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful to have X, Y, and Z, and just kind of make sure that I, I put my put my uh, time and, and my focus and attention on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, a really good way to bring your focus out of just the busyness of the season, because there's so much to do. There's so many things to attend and so many things to just kind of be engaged in. That sometimes mm-hmm. it feels so overwhelming. And so having that space where you can focus just on, you know, what's what's happening for me right now can be yeah. really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about you? Sorry. Usually the holiday season can tend to be a difficult one for me just because of loss. And I'm usually not around family, especially for like Thanksgiving. And so I'm usually um, having to latch on to some other folks, you know, or doing some things alone on my own. And so it's usually um, a pretty difficult time. And so typically I will kind of push myself to get out and do things as opposed to kind of just staying home. Because sometimes I'll get into the space of, well, it's just me, you know, and dwelling in that and saying, you know, it's just me. So I'm just going to stay here in this. As opposed to when people do invite me and say, hey, do you want to come by or do you want to stop in? Um, I really try to push myself to get out and do some of that stuff. And that's usually pretty helpful instead of just saying no, just because it's not my family or it's not the way that I would want it to look in the moment. So trying to push past some of that. Yeah. Well, Shari is definitely going to be missed this year. (laughs) Shari has and a member of the family for the past few Thanksgivings, and we we just love having her 
Um, we're all going to be out of town this year. So it's like, we're not going to see her this year, but she's always welcomed and we just are going to miss not having you around. I know. I know. I know. Bring me some food from Alabama. Look. <laughs> Bring two plates. Girl, listen, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, y'all. I'm going to let I'm about to be that. I'm about to be that um grandchild, niece, cousin, daughter that show up with the to-go plate to take back to the hotel room. I'm gonna need some good old leftovers. Um, <laughs> we that is, do. That is funny. That is too. Yeah. yeah. Thank. This is weird because this is my. This is the first Thanksgiving that I've had. I think ever where I don't have anywhere to go. Mm. And. Like all the people that I usually spend, like my usuals, they're out of town. And so, and I didn't realize until yesterday, like even like literally ever, like my usual, like boop, boop, these are my stops. Everybody is gone. I'm like, oh, oh, (laughs) Thanksgiving has always been my favorite holiday. Always. Mm -hmm. Just because of food, I had to eat. Like literally there's nothing else. (laughs) Because I have to do with food and family, like haven't been listening to the past other episodes. I liked Because <laughs> of food and family, you know, it's a time to just hang out, you eat, you go to sleep, wake back up and eat again. Um, and it's not as much like consumerism attached to it. Like, I hate Christmas. I, I despise Christmas. Uh, I love the decorations, but I like everything else around it, I just don't enjoy. Oh, Lord. I know. It's my birthday. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I like the decorations. I like the music. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, that's what I love. But just what it brings out in people, I don't like. Um, so Thanksgiving has always been like a really big thing in my family. I have a huge family and a lot of cousins. And so it's usually, especially like when I was in school, that was a time to catch up with everybody. But now, like, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a while just because it's such a, it's so close to Christmas. Yeah. To make, like, that six-hour drive and then to turn around and do it again in a few weeks, it's like, it's, I can't. Yeah. So this will be the first year where I'm like, and it, I can think it hit me early today, like, oh, my family's going to be eating and everyone's going to So yeah. this year will be different. So what do you guys think are some good tips for people who may be kind of like April and I, you know, pretty much alone this this holiday season or this this not holiday season, but for this holiday? Like, what are some tips that you think, you know, people could use and can be helpful? I was just thinking about, um, you know, sometimes so that you don't kind of, you know, get in that, that space of I'm alone is maybe like going and doing something where you are giving, you know, and in the group. So I know that around, um, our area, they have the, they serve food. Um, they used to do it. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure where else, but I know some of the churches, um, are usually asking for volunteers to kind of help serve Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know other people who are also not going to be with family. Maybe you could 
you know, shoot something out and say, hey, you know, a few of us are going to be here, not going on, be traveling. And, you know, maybe we could get a small group together, go get some foods, you know, the needy, the hungry, and then go out together and just kind of have like a Friendsgiving meal. Yeah. That's a perfect that idea. That idea. Yeah. So like okay. something that may be like a nonprofit or like a church or um, like a food kitchen or something so that even though you can still be around people, you can still have that interaction. Right. You can- you can give. It can be rewarding. That's nice. I like that. That's an idea because I was just going to go to the movies. <laughs> that would be great. So, so Queen and Slam. Yeah, I was going to say because I got Queen and Slam um, this yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's much more well-rounded, what you suggest. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, you should. I know um, – April, Tiff and I are supposed to be going to see Queen and Slim, so come with us, child. Okay. Okay, we, we, yeah, we can talk about it. We, we playing it off air. Yeah. <laughs> y'all playing them plans off air. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, look, y'all might show up to the movies and have some some, some fans <laughs> waiting at the door. Popcorn, come on through. I'll, I'll take it. No problem. Um, but I do think that's important um, when thinking about like dealing with the holidays is doing something to get yourself outside of like a moping spot, especially whether it's dealing with grief or just holidays are not always festive mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, but again, kind of what you were saying speaks to just having a plan in place mm-hmm. so that, you know, on the day of you're doing something to get yourself outside of that mindset or you may need to sit in it and just kind of feel the emotions, but also get like no when is no longer helpful. You know, like there's a difference between experiencing the emotion and then getting stuck in it when you feel like you're like judging yourself or you're feeling worse yeah. about it. Um, so having a good mixture of like, okay, I'm going to sleep in, or I'm going to just lay on the couch and watch TV. But then at three o'clock, I want to get up and just go, to you know just come do something yeah uh, yeah move. i like yeah. that yeah and just kind of like especially and i think that's been something that i had to deal with for a while um dealing with grief around the holidays was just acknowledging like the holiday season is going to be different you know um it won't be the same as it has been in the past and that's okay you know um, and being able to acknowledge it and then being able to, once you're in a space to say, well, what new things can this holiday season look like? What new traditions can we bring into rotation? Um, right. so that's a good way to deal with loss or, you know, grief during this time. Something about like around this time, there's so many things happening there's so many events you might be being invited to all kinds of things and sometimes you know again it might be too much to to be so social especially if you're dealing with the holidays not necessarily being you know this joyous happy time that it might be for other people and my tip is just don't feel obligated to 
attend and participate in everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it could just, it could just be draining and overwhelming. Um, pick and choose and, you know, be okay with, you know, having to pass on some things, especially if you know that you're just going to need time to kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, get your, get your mental energy back. Um, yeah. to be, you can make it through. Yeah. Absolutely. Like being able to set your limits, you know, with other people and stick to those limits, you know, cause I think sometimes we'll set limits and then we'll get around family or friends and they're like, Oh, well, you could do one more thing or can you bring one more pie or, you know, can you stay a little longer? And we'll end up kind of going through and saying, sure, you know, and then we end up being over obligated to things, over committed to things. And that can really set yourself up for some unrealistic expectations, you know, and so being able to step away from team doing too much and (laughs) set some boundaries and stick to them. Yeah. Right. And that goes back to kind of the whole idea of don't do things that don't serve you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me with, and I think that's kind of why Christmas has such a bad taste in my mouth because I grew up like seeing people like family members stress themselves out about not being able to afford things or buy things. And it, it just was always surrounded by stress versus like the actual meaning of the holiday. So I just grew very cynical about it. Like this yeah. is not what Christmas is about. Like if like it's not fun. Yeah. This is what the focus is. And so I, I just would see people, you know, go into debt mm-hmm. over like wanting to buy things for people and or feel again feeling guilty about. It. And it's just like, so why are we celebrating? Like this can't be what and I remember thinking like I wish my church would do a casual day on Sunday so it would take the pressure of like having a new Christmas outfit or yeah. same thing with Easter because again just seeing people stress on affording these things and it takes the focus away yeah. from the actual season so another way to deal with this is just thinking about like what am I celebrating here like mm-hmm. and what I'm doing consistent with this thing that I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Christmas or just, or Hanukkah, whatever it is, just yeah. kind of being, being mindful and not getting caught up in all the superficial things. Yeah. Surrounding that, that you kind of forget the whole purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Now that brings up a good like point around like, over the holidays, there's so many expenses, you know, like you, you know, you, you got to travel or, you know, it's like, who's going to go to who, you know, travel, what are you going to bring? You got to buy groceries, you know, buying clothes, you're buying gifts, you're buying, like, you're, you're doing so many things. You know, if I have to buy one more ugly sweater, I'm just not going to be able to deal. (laughs) So it's like, there's so many expenses and it's really, really important to think about like just the plan out your spending over the season, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to spend? What are the, you know, avoid using your credit card and being like, Oh, I'll swipe it now. Pay it off by spring. You yeah. know, um, yeah. 
you know, like really being able to say, this is my spending plan. I need to communicate that to myself. I need to communicate it to other people and being yeah. able to stick with that. You yeah. know? And don't forget the gift of time too. Like this was something when I was in grad school, I remember I gifted time. Like I gift you I remember for one person, um, babysitting time. Uh, or I give you like give I give you I'll come and wash dishes or just stuff that you can do that yeah. doesn't cost money. So uh, like being creative and, and meeting a different a need in a different way. Um, yeah. And one thing I always remember in undergrad, I had a professor who didn't celebrate Christmas and I had never met anyone who didn't celebrate Christmas at the time. I was like, what? What do you mean? Like you're a father. What do you <laughs> what do you mean? There's no Christmas. He would always say. If my kids didn't need it before December 25th, they don't need it on December 25th. <laughs> okay. okay. I like and that. I'm, I'm kind of like that now. Like, I'm only gifting things that I think you need or that are, like, memorable and tied to something. Yeah. Yeah. Have you all seen the, um, what is it, the four gift rule where it's you get four gifts, something you want, something you need, something to wear. And something to read. I like it. That's cute. I heard about it like some years ago, but I was like, that's a cute idea. I think it can keep it down to um, just not going so excessive with buying gifts. I remember like, um, you know, my family would always come over to my parents' house and so my brothers would bring their kids and we would all, you know, come together and so the, the gifts gifts were at my parents' house, even though they had like a few things that they would open at home. The main things were at my parents' house. And it was just one year that there was just so many gifts under the tree. You could barely get inside the door, like mm-hmm. over. and just watching the kids open their stuff. I was like, I don't ever like I think my parents realized too like this is too much like it's become just about all the gifts Mm. and you know it really should have meaning like and I understand that the gifts came you know the whole idea about gifts and Christmas had a meaning so I think we need to go back to that you know the the gifts were honoring Jesus right so there should be a little more sentiment and meaning, I think, behind gift giving if that's what we're gonna do for the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so one person gets four gifts? So one person gets four gifts, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that one person buys the gifts. So like oh. family Okay. And maybe I'm gonna buy the something to read for dad. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, oh, we got about four things. Yeah, but no. So like, I mean, okay. you probably end up with like, you know, you figure it out where like everybody ends up with something to read, something to wear. You know, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. I like that. Yeah, we pull names on my dad's side of the family just because there's so many grandkids and, and cousins. That you'll go broke literally trying to buy gifts for 45 people. <laughs> right. So we pull names. With that uh, many people, does everybody get that gift? Or, you know. Oh, well, look, your family's already doing good. I mean, no no tea, no shade to my family, but maybe just a little bit. Because um, <laughs> that tradition had to stop. Because um, 
somebody wasn't getting a gift every oh, year. Oh no! Oh no! No, they uh-huh. we and it they really don't even hold true because there's still some family members that will still buy like the kid will no matter who the names they pull they still will buy all the kids stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or everybody gets, and it'll maybe be like a small trinket, but the name pool is who gets the, the you know, the yeah. big. So, and yeah. that helps because yeah. the ribbon. I guess I can't. <laughs> we think I got my rats in my family. <laughs> you ain't the only one because we used to do that too. We used to do it where like we would pull names, and then it'd be like, well, where's so and so gift? Like, hmm. Who who are saying? Oh, y'all left it in the trunk. Okay. Oh, oh. So we started doing gift cards where it was like everybody buy like a gift card that's no more than like twenty five dollars, and then we play like a little gift card game. And so anybody who played who bought a gift card, they're in the game. Right. If you didn't bring one, you don't. You, you just get to spectate. You know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that makes sense, you know. With I like that idea, Erica. Yeah, I'm well, I don't take that. credit for it, but you can certainly go and Google. There's actually new variations that have come out. Um, where I can't remember what the new variation was, but I, I actually sent it to one of my girlfriends, and I was like, I remember you telling me about the four gift rule. They've made some new variations. You might be interested in so. If you're interested, just Google Forkist Rule and you'll get to see kind of different ways that people have implemented it as part of their holiday tradition. I like that. I like that. And I know like we are all talking about family with like good endearment. We're like, oh, you know, family and we get to see them. But what about um, individuals who may have a difficult time with family when they go home over the holidays? Um, what are some of the tips you think can be helpful for, for those people? I am definitely a proponent of, you know, you are not obligated to have relationships with toxic family members. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that just because you were born into a family that you have to deal with, um, people who are harmful to your, your mental health. And that includes family. Just because our blood is is the same does not mean that I have to deal with your tomfoolery. So mm-hmm. um, I think that, you know, kind of like what April said, like, I think with that, you, you also need to have a plan on how you um, plan to interact. What will you do should, you know, toxic situations, conversations, you know, or interactions come up? So that you know what your escape plan is, so that you know how you can get out of it and not be negatively impacted to where it it you know affects your whole day. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Um kind of similar to what I said before. Don't do things that don't serve you. Um have an exit strategy and 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 I know that may be easier said than done. Like everyone has different family dynamics. So you may not be in a position to say, well, I'm not going. Um, but prepare beforehand, especially if you know that someone will be there. Do you have a favorite cousin that you can be like, look, I need you. Like when you see me do this signal, I need you to come in the room. Yeah. Um, so or can you bring someone with you? Can you bring a friend? Can you step outside of things? Can you go to your car? Even if like, if you can't leave, can you go sit in the car? Go to the bathroom. Um, Go to the bathroom. Do you have, or (laughs) 
have a response ready, especially like if it's a, a family member that's always like making little digs, go ahead and practice. Go ahead and have some ready so that you can. <laughs> yes. And please come with the petty because I'm, I'm here for all of it. Yeah. I, I believe in the spirit of the holidays that come Thanksgiving Day up until New Year's Day, you are allowed to incorporate all the pettiness that's <laughs> in your response. Yes, I love those clapback memes. Like, yes, yes. yeah, because sometimes I think, especially when like you're now for our newly adulted uh, listeners or adult listeners, sometimes people can forget that you're also grown. Yeah, like we not back when I was like 14, I couldn't really say anything or 12. Like now we both grown, so. Make a comment about my weight. I'm commenting about yours. Okay. okay. Come for me. <laughs> Come for me. Okay. <laughs> I think a big one too is, cause I think sometimes when we go visit family, we feel like we have to stay there with them. Um, like we have to like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be in the guest room. No, it's, it's fine to get a hotel if you're able, you know, don't feel like you have to spend the entire vacation with your family. Stay one night. If that's a big deal to them, but being able to have that time apart is really important because it's hard if you live away from family and then to go and just be immersed in family. And so being able to say, you know, I need a little time, need a little special time to myself. Mm-hmm. Kind of break. I think that's important. So, Especially yeah. if you don't even have a room anymore or you don't even have like a space that's yours. Because yeah. I had to sleep in a living room the whole time. <laughs> in right. a chair. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, Loretta, <laughs> you listening. Okay. <laughs> what happened to me? One one break, I went home. It, I don't, maybe it was for a funeral because it's not been a while. So many people were in town. Or it could have been a holiday. Who knows? Oh. And it literally was like, so where am I sleeping? Like, and I think everybody had forgotten, like, oh, yeah, for the first time ever, my mom and dad were like, oh, are you staying at your friend's house? Oh, now I'm allowed to spend the night over? <laughs> oh, <but> check out. <laughs> then I thought, okay, get put out. <laughs> Girl, that like, is I was sleeping in the RV. I was sleeping in the RV. Let me say, that is my mama. She will invite some of any everybody over to this house. And because I live there, we're expected to give up the amenities first. Yes. I can't. I'm not. No, I traveled. I'm not sleeping in the couch. I'm not sleeping in the chair. We not, I'm not sleeping with you, mama. I'm not. So. <laughs> I think this will probably be the first time I've traveled home where I have not slept with my grandmother. Now, don't get, don't get me wrong. Grandmama's bed is like the best. I don't, I don't know if she got, if that mattress from 19, whenever. <laughs> That, that thing got some longevity, okay? That is the best place to sleep <laughs> in Alabama, honey. <laughs> but this is probably the first year I will not be staying with him. No, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get a hotel if you feel you need. Mm-hmm. It is okay. It is okay. Yeah. <laughs> And reach out. I mean, use it as a time to also reach out to old friends. Um, that's another way to break up the time. People you haven't seen in a while. Um, you know, use it to reconnect. 
maybe have lunch so that you can break up that time and also rely and, and cherish the time that you have with the family members that do like bring you joy and happiness, like, and not, so not just focusing on kind of the downside, but like, okay, is there a cousin? Is there an aunt or a person who is just like family? Yeah. Um, yeah. So family is not necessarily defined by blood. Right. So and it's okay to redefine family when you need to for holidays. Cause I mean, thinking about people who grew up in the system that don't like have that same. So like, can you adopt a family or let a family adopt you? Yeah. Yeah. I like those good tips, y'all. These are some really awesome tips. Um, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So what are some takeaways um, that you would like for our listeners to, to walk away with, with surviving the, the holiday season? Mm-hmm. Mine is definitely going to be again, um, just set your boundaries and stick with them um, and know what's going to be helpful for you during this holiday season and, and nurture that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think okay. a takeaway for me would be to notice the things that are going well. You know, when you're away, as you're spending time um, with family or as you're with friends or as you're planning to do something, you know, just with you, like notice the, the fun that you are having and allow yourself to like be in that space. And so notice the good that does come with um, holidays and time off work. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Um, mine would be do things that serve you, um, whether you're grieving, whether you're, um, whether you enjoy the holidays, whatever it is, but ask yourself, does this serve me or what can I do that will kind of enhance my experience? So, um, my, my heart is always with people who are grieving during this time of year or, or dealing with the loss. So just giving yourself permission to feel no matter how much time has passed by, feel whatever you need to feel. And also it's okay to establish new traditions. Sometimes there can be guilt um, associated with that, with like that idea of moving on. But that's also a part of the healing and the grieving process is establishing that new normal. So giving yourself permission to do that. Right. Well, we are going to go ahead and start spending our love. Um, we definitely want to send love to everyone who's going into this holiday season. But um, in particular, who would we all like to send our love to? Well, I didn't think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, sound weird. I like to send my love to all the delivery people who are about to be running ragged the next yes. six weeks like or however long we have between now and Christmas um, just like reading about how dismal some of these conditions are at like Amazon warehouse and people getting underpaid and they're about to be and I'm guilty because I'm about to be ordering from Amazon <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sending my love to all those who have to do that that grunt work and are, and are underpaid for it Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, that is true. I hear a lot of stories um, 
about just working at like the postal service working at amazon and this time of year is treacherous like it's it's a it's a really difficult time of year for those workers so that's a good one april it's a really good one i i don't have anybody <laughs> it's gonna come around to me but at this moment let's go to erica i'm gonna let her Copy and Erica. I want to send my love to the two of you who are having a new Thanksgiving experience this year. Oh. Not traveling um, home or not spending time with some of your regular friends that become family. Um, so sending my love to you guys that you find something really enjoyable and pleasant to do during this Thanksgiving break. Hey. Thank you, Bill. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm trying to send my love just all over the world tonight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if this ain't a black boy discussion response, I agree with everybody. You all made great points. <laughs> so zero, you did not get points for that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my mind is blank. And I love a lot of people, but I just really cannot think of anybody to send love to. I feel like I've been talking a lot about gratefulness the whole episode. Y'all know that's a rough part for me. I'm very, you know, I work on my gratefulness throughout the year. I do. Oh, that's okay. We go, I'm going to let you slide with that Let's one. That's slide. Fine. I'm the world needs love. Two, to two people next time. Two loves. You, you only get one a year. So you, you. <laughs> It'll start over. Tell you. Because I, like, I feel like I done sent my love to Tiffany eight times. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. Oh, my Lord. Y'all know I love y'all. Everybody listening, thank you. I love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Look, we gonna right, go ahead. right. While we're here. While I'm ahead, we're going to go ahead and sign out for this episode. So, hopefully, as you guys are listening, you're able to pick up some tips for wellness over the holidays. Please implement them. If you have other tips that you've used and you think might be helpful for our listeners, like send them in to us. We'll be sure to like shout them out as we kind of do the episodes throughout the month of December. But we're going to go ahead and sign out. Please check us out on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, three, the number three, Sykes and a mic. Also, if you have, if you have listened or you are starting to listen, go ahead and recommend us, like us and subscribe, leave us some reviews so that we and others can see how you're enjoying the podcast. If you have questions, you can feel free to email us at three psychs and a mic at gmail.com. And we are out every week. Listen to us weekly and hopefully you guys have a good um, holiday week. as we're in this week of holiday and we'll talk with y'all soon bye bye